Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson, lead pastor of Emmanuel Church. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about having a breakthrough when your mind is full of negative thinking. Hi, Pastor Danny. Hey, Rach. How are you? Good, good. So glad you're here. Well, let's jump right in. What is negative thinking? Negative thinking. Yeah, so I kind of put this definition together um, on my own. It could be short. It it might not cover all of it, but here's a here's what I believe a negative negative thinking is. Any thought that involves criticism, doubt, condemnation of yourself, others, or a situation. And so it could uh, it could sound like, man, I really hate my job. This is a terrible job. Don't like the hours. Uh, my boss is terrible. Um, it could be something like, man, I just I'm so I'm so unattractive. I, no, I'm ugly. You know, just it could be a thought about yourself, a situation, um, and that is a negative thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those come uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I've often heard people say, "I would never talk to my friends the way I talk to myself mm-hmm. in the mirror." Like, what's wrong with me? Gosh, you're such an idiot. Like mm-hmm. words that you would never say to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's a pretty natural thing to do. Because I, I can't imagine that we have a listener that's thinking, oh, I've never had negative thinking. I've never said, oh, you forgot your keys again. You're such an idiot in mm-hmm. your own head. Mm-hmm. So so what's the big deal with negative thinking? Yeah, so you know, it's amazing that the uh, how prevalent this is. You know, The National Science Foundation says that 80% of our thoughts on a daily basis are negative. So if we think, you know, some some people have said we think anywhere from twelve to sixty thousand thoughts a day, which is amazing. Eighty percent of those are of a negative nature. I'm worthless. I'm never going to get into college. No one's ever going to want to marry me. You know, this is just you know the, all eighty percent. And so you know when you're thinking negatively eighty percent of the time throughout the day, there are going to be some major consequences or ramifications to that. And, you know, you asked me the question, you know, what's the big deal about this? Well, if you're thinking that way 80% of the day or 80% of your thoughts are negative, there's going to be devastation in your life. And and here's why, because our, our outer world, and I believe this with all my heart, our outer world really does follow our inner world. And what I mean by that is that what's going on inside of us, our perceptions, our thoughts, they really, over time, those thoughts and perceptions will become our reality in our life. Really? So how, how, how exactly does that work? Yeah. So if you think about the way we're, we're wired, and I believe that this, this is true for every single one of us, um, human beings are wired to think, and then those thoughts trigger emotions or what we would call feelings, and those feelings and emotions will drive our behavior, our actions. And so if, if my thinking is constantly negative, criticizing, self-condemning, um, thoughts that are just f- thoughts of frustration about a situation, um, then, and I'm constantly going to generate negative feelings about myself, about my situation, feelings like anger, feelings like envy or jealousy, uh, feelings like fear. A big one today is anxiety. 
just this constant feeling. Well, where do those feelings come from? They come from thoughts like, well, I think, you know, I think the test is going to be positive and I'm probably going to, you know, have cancer and then I'm probably, probably going to die like, you know, my, my uncle, you know, and just all those thoughts are generating. So the way that it works is that those, those negative thoughts create negative emotions, which will then create negative actions. You know, I'm, I, I work with a lot of people and, and try to help them personally. And uh, over the years, I've worked with people that have decided to commit suicide. And I know that's a tough, tough topic uh, to talk about. Um, but I've thought a lot about the, the, the emotions and the thoughts that are triggering the emotions that eventually lead to a person committing suicide. And some of those thoughts are very, very clear. Uh, thoughts like, I'm worthless. I, I have no value. Life is not worth living. Um, I've, I've heard this thought from a person. It absolutely crushed me. Um, life would be better for the people around me if I wasn't here. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. And you, all, obviously all of those are massively negative thoughts. Right, none right, of them are right. true. But when you fill your mind with that and, and, and 80% of your thoughts are, are focused on, I'm worthless, I have no value, others would be better off without me. Well, then you feel horrible and then... You know, I know, I know not all situations uh, fit this, but, um, you know, it's, it's, the results are devastating in our lives. So, so that inner, that inner dialogue, that inner world starts to affect your, your outer world as well. Absolutely. Your relationships, your finances, your relation, you know, your job, your performance at work. Um, Yeah. And, and your person. Like your personhood too. Mm-hmm. Is there is there anything else that goes on with negative thoughts um, that you've discovered through your research and interacting with? Absolutely. People? You know, there's there's a mind body connection. So what we think in our minds um, literally has an effect on our on our physical health. Hmm. And there's a lot of science behind this. And I'm not by any means an expert. I've just done a, a little bit of research. But uh, when you start to do the research, you you start to see that when you <clears throat> excuse me. When your mind is constantly negative and focused on the negative, you're going to generate tons of stress in right. your in your life, in your in your body, mm-hmm. and chronic stress over the long haul create you know breaks down your systems, your your circulatory system, your immune system, your even the chemicals in the, in your brain that produce happiness, mm-hmm. like like dopamine, they they start to diminish and and. Um, Chronic stress over time really does has have a negative effect on your life. I mean, mm. there's I've looked at you know the research says there's stomach problems, digestive problems, um, lack of clarity in your mind, so you have difficult so, difficulty solving everyday problems, increased blood pressure, heart disease, uh, higher risk of depression, weight gain, fatigue. It, it the list goes on and on um, because the because the the damaging effects of the stress produced by the negative thinking in our lives. So. Um, it really is all tied together. Yeah, the whole person, and and it just it feels like negative. If you're saying eighty percent of our thoughts are negative, and those negative thoughts then cause this erosion in our body, um, it just feels like a really big problem. Mm, it's huge. It really is. Um, and and I think that w- the reason that this is such a big problem, you know, is that the way that we are 
wired human beings. We are, and I don't know if you've noticed this about yourself. I certainly have. Maybe you've noticed it in your kids. You've got three mm-hmm. kids. I've got three kids. Human beings naturally are bent towards focusing and holding on to the negative. Oh, for sure. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch it in my children. I watch it in myself. I watch it in other people. I think, why would you focus on that? Why would you? Can, right. Why would you say that to yourself? Why would you think that thought about right. this situation? It's because it's easy. Yeah. Nobody has to. No, it's. It blows my mind. I did not have to teach my children how to be negative. Mm. So they'll say things like, "Well, I'm not good enough to make the team," or "I'm not smart enough to be to be in that class," or it's like, "What? Who told you that?" Right. Right. Who who said that? I never said that. Mom never said that. We've told you the opposite. Yes. But the natural thing is to just go and think negative about ourselves, about a situation. There's actually a woman uh, who's a social psychologist. Her name is Allison Ledgerwood. She did a uh, a ten minute TEDx talk, which is it's you could just Google her name and watch it. Um, she did three separate studies that showed proved that. And of course, we didn't need proof because we know it in ourselves. Right, right. But it proved that we get stuck on the negative. Mm-hmm. We just, our brain goes there, we focus on it, mm-hmm. we hold on to it. And uh, and I thought about my own life as, a, as a, a communicator and a preacher. It's amazing. This has happened so many times where I'll be done with a sermon or, you know, talk or whatever, and I'll get, you know, four or five good comments like, man, thank mm-hmm. you so much. That was such a blessing and what an encouragement. And then I'll get one negative comment. Oh, it just sticks. Oh my gosh. My <laughs> brain, my heart, my, it's just, right. I, start, I focus right. there like, what? Yeah. It didn't, you didn't agree? You didn't like it? Like it didn't help you? Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> and then for hours and hours and hours, I'll focus on that. For sure. You know, and I, it, instead of the four or five other positive things that people said, I'm like, what is wrong with me? It's just the way we are. Yeah. We're wired that way. So I think that's a that's a reason why 80% of our thinking is, is negative. We're just, we're just wired that way. So I absolutely have seen that. And I think it spans across genders and age groups. I have one dear, precious, encouraging friend in my life. Um, but she has one area of her life that she just is is completely negative about. And I regularly have to say to her, stop being so mean to my friend, <laughs> because you're stuck there and you have this whole abundant life all around you. And uh, just stop being mean to my friend. I think we are. We're mean to ourselves. And yeah. um, when we get stuck in that area, and it, it just becomes uh, something you repeat over and yes. over and yes. over, almost like a habit. And you're stuck right there in the middle of that. Yes. You know, something else that the National Science Foundation uh, talked about, wrote about, uh, is that not only are 80% of our thoughts negative, but 90 to 95%, this blew me away, 90 to, 90 to 95% of our thoughts are exactly the same as the thoughts we thought the day before and the day before, which means that our mental thought patterns are habits. They're learned ways that it's like we have these grooves in our mind and we, we have you know, dug them 
and our thinking just goes there. So, you know, we don't really think new thoughts. We very, very, we have very few new thoughts on a, on a daily basis. Right. And, and that only comes when we learn something new or, or, or bump into somebody who's got a different idea about life or something. But most days we are thinking the same exact way we thought yesterday. Well, that's a really big problem if 80% of the thoughts are negative. Right. So now you're duplicating that negativity over and over and over. And the reason, again, the reason why this is such a, a difficult problem to solve or have a breakthrough on is that, you know, you're breaking, you're breaking a bad habit. And you don't, I mean, Never we easy. know how <laughs> breaking bad habits, they're really, really hard. Yeah. But this one is wired in your brain. Yeah. To go there, you know, it's like water. R- water runs to the, to the lowest point. You know, well, our thoughts do the same thing. Mm, that's really good. so. And it can feel if it's at ninety five percent, that could feel like a hundred percent. Absolutely. So that information is uh, enlightening, and it helps you see the problem. But it could be a little bit discouraged. So let's say that someone really wants that positivity. They want to mm-hmm. have uh, a more positive thought life more positive inner world so their outer world is then affected more positively how do we stop all that negative thinking yeah so this is i'm going to share a couple thoughts with you this is how i try to do it you know there i'm certain certainly there's others who are have more expertise on this but um i think the first the first piece for me is to become aware of my negative thinking we're just so unaware again because it's habitual. Right. We do it every day. We talk down to ourselves yep. about a situation, um, you know, with doubt, with criticism, with condemnation. And it's just so easy to do. So the first thing I, I try to do is is to become aware of my thoughts, mm-hmm. like to do a sort of a self a, a thought audit. I like to call well, it. That's good. I'm I'm checking my thinking. And so how does the, what does this look like? Well, at the end of the day or even through the day, you just try with all of your ability to think about your thoughts, to kind of step back and say, now, what, what was that thought I just had? Why did I think that? Well, that was so negative. Mm-hmm. You know, that was so, you know, self-condemning or, or just angry, um, an angry thought or, or, or uh, um, you know, a judgmental thought about somebody. And, and, and when you become aware of it, then it suddenly becomes something that you say, oh, that's, you know, not good. And then, and then when you see it for what it is, you can ask yourself, is that helpful? Yeah. Is that thought going to generate a good feeling, a good emotion? Is that thought going to generate a good action? And then you're like, no way. Right. That's going to lead to me wanting to, you know, um, isolate myself or distance myself from somebody or or lash out at somebody, you know, because I'm angry. And so um, I'm like, man, that's not going to help me. Right. And so then, you you know, you become, that's, that's the, sort of the first step is to become aware of the, the negative thought and the devastating consequences of it. Mm-hmm. So some ways people can do this is actually by literally writing it down on, in a journal or a book. That's and good. so you can see it for what it is. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, look at that. Um, so that, that's where I tell people, you know, where I even I tell myself to kind of start there, to take inventory of your thoughts. That's good because sometimes it can feel like you can't really control what comes to mind but once it comes you can give it a form on mm-hmm. paper or or just even being able to acknowledge that oh that one was negative right 
because sometimes that can feel out of control mm -hmm. when they just start rolling in. Yeah, and you know, in Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse five, and I know some of our listeners don't really read the Bible, or or but you know, I'm a Christ follower, I'm a pastor, you mm -hmm. are too. Mm -hmm. You know, Second Corinthians ten five tells us that we can take captive every thought. Right. And make it obedient to Christ. So we can, you know, for those of us who are listening, uh, the, those listening think, well, I don't know if I can become aware of my thoughts. They just happen to me, almost like we're exactly. victims, right? No, you can, you can. You can grab those thoughts, look at them, ask questions about them, evaluate them, take inventory of them. And if you don't like them, you can grab hold of them and you can change them. <laughs> yeah. The, changing the thoughts, that's a good, that's... So once we've identified them, then what would be our next step in moving toward that? Yeah. So number two would be to, to the word that comes to mind is replace. Replace. So I just want to, I want to replace that negative thought with a positive thought. Now that's so easy to say. Sure. And it's really tough to do again, because these are patterns, these are habits, these are just ways. I mean, we're talking about 10, maybe 10 years of thinking, 15 mm -hmm. years of thinking a certain mm -hmm. way about work about life, about your spouse, yeah. about your children, about yeah. money. You know, it's like, it's tough to replace that thought. But if you really see it for what it is, and that's why the, the first step is become aware, and you ask yourself, is this helpful? Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Well, that gives you the motivation to say, okay, I got to change it then. Right. This is going to hurt me. This is going to harm me. It's already hurt me and harmed me for years. It's And it's, it's, caused breakups in relationships, it's caused depression or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now I'm motivated to, to say, well, okay, so how can I, what can I replace that with? So I'll give you an example. Let's just say you have really negative thoughts towards your job. This job is, this job is horrible. The pay is terrible. The hours are too long. The, the people, I don't like the people or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, you can look at that and say, man, that's not helping me. That's not producing, you know, good emotions like joy and peace and happiness. So it's it's rather it's producing anger, frustration, um, and whatever other you know right. Right. <laughs> negative toxic emotions that come. You can say to yourself, "Man, today, you know, I get to go to work. Mm -hmm. I have a job. You know, it puts food on the table. It provides me my family with insurance just in case someone gets sick. It puts a roof over my head. And if I if I keep at this job, I might even get a raise and, and move up." You see that? You see that? Mm -hmm. Like I can choose to do that with my mind if I want to, and this is this is the power of of having a choice. Yeah. Like we are not here. here most people feel like they're victims of their of their mind, and it's like, well, what what do you what am I supposed to think? This is a horrible situation. The pay is terrible. The hours are too long. Well, you can choose to think about that in a different way. Right. You can choose to, to, to see it a different way and focus on the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens then is you start to create this gratitude or this joy that, that you know gets you that gets you in a different state, a different mindset. And so that's tough work to do. You know, recently I've I've been reading a little bit of uh, Ryan Holiday's work. Um, I've only read one book, The Obstacle is the Way. It's the mm -hmm. one that we, mm -hmm. we I talked to you about. Yeah, I'm um, excited about it. And uh, I love this quote from the book. He says we can see opportunity in every disaster and transfer the negative situation into an education, a skill set, or fortune. Seen properly, everything that happens, be it an economic crash or personal tragedy, is a chance to move forward. Ooh, that is a challenging statement. That's right? so good, though. But we have that in us. Yeah. And, and if you really want to think differently, you can. Yeah. 
you can change the way you're viewing your situation. Um, and then you feel differently and then, you know, you act differently. So no, that's really good and still super challenging, but I, I believe that you can, that you can do that. Mm. So what else do you have for us as we're trying to move out of this negative? Yeah. <clears throat> so the other one is super practical. I've just got a couple more, but you know, upgrade your, your environment. A lot of our thinking is shaped by our environment. That's true. The people we're around, if if they are negative, you know, we pick, our minds are are malleable. They they, they kind yeah. of form to our our surrounding, and so if you're around negative people all the time, I mean, come on, you're gonna you're gonna think negative. But if you can upgrade your your the people in your life, or, you know, the environment that you're in, um, you can start to think like the positive people in your life. So I'm super intentional at this. I I'm. I, I have picked positive people that I'm going to be friends with and I get around them. I spend time with them. These are people who are, you know, excited about life. They're, they, they're excited to live and, and give their best and make a difference. And um, they're pouring their life out, helping others here in our community and across the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to get with that guy. I right. need to be around that person. Yeah. And, and so I love the way they think. I love the way they feel. And so I just, I try to spend time as much time with them. So what this might mean uh, is that you might have to um, let go of some of your friends. Right. You've been saying that since you're in youth ministry. Sometimes <laughs> you have to fire your friends you do. to keep moving forward. You do, because they're, yeah. ter- they're, they're shaping you. They're yeah. shaping your attitude, your thinking. Um, so, and, this, and honestly, that might mean, and this is, I'm not going to tell people that they need to obviously pray about this and think this through, but, you know, you might need to get a different job. Yeah. You know, because at work all day you're around negative people, and it's like, okay, but you, you know, the pay and the benefits and all that stuff. I understand, right, right. and don't don't do anything rash. But man, if it's if it's shaping who you are, you might. I mean, why not try to find a different job? Well, that's you know, good. so and even just removing yourself from if you're stuck and you're in this room, moving your physical location mm-hmm. and going outside can sometimes just be that. Absolutely. Snap to that. So, on a broad scale, upgrading your environment, but even on a just, just take a step. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> your first go, take a step. Mm. What else? So yeah, so I'll give you this fourth one. Um, increase your positive content, and uh, this is maybe the most e- the easiest step to take. Uh, what I mean by that is, man, there are fantastic. I mean, world-class books, podcasts available to us today for minimal cost. A lot of it's free. Mm -hmm. Um, And so why not spend an hour a day, 30 minutes a day reading something incredibly positive? Yes. A podcast, uh, a book. Um, you, you know, I have got the Audible app. You know, for fifteen dollars a month or or whatever right. it is. You know, I get two books a month, right. and I've got positive content coming into my mind. Well, every single day, I've got positivity coming yeah. into my mind, um, and and that's just the choice that I make. Well, that affects my how I feel. Right. You know, and then I'm, I'm, I'm happier, I'm more excited, I'm more energetic, I have more joy, I take better actions, I treat people better. Um, and so that's an easy step to take is just to simply increase the positive content. There's a, there's a scripture in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it's one of my favorites. Uh, the Apostle Paul says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 
He's basically telling us, fill your mind with right. positive content, you know? And so, you know, you know that I, I try to read the Bible every day, right, you know? Right. And this is one of the main reasons why. It's like, I want to get positive thoughts about life, about God, about faith flowing through my mind first thing in the morning. Right. It sets the tone. And I'm thinking positive. I'm feeling great. And then I'm taking good actions, you know? So... That's so, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I'm sure that you, you leverage oh, I that. Love and- it. Just last week, um, I actually had to use this scripture and a little trick that I also do. Um, I was uh, swimming in a negative space, just negative thinking, negative thinking. And I did two things. I pulled up the scripture on my phone. And um, then the second thing that I did was say at noon, you're going to stop thinking about mm. this in that light. Mm-hmm. And then afternoon, um, so I you was... So you gave yourself a, a time frame. Right. <laughs> right. Because if not, I mean, if I don't give myself a deadline to finish a project at work, it doesn't mm. get done. If mm. I don't give myself a, hey, before I go to bed tonight, the, dish, the sink's going to be empty, it's not going to get done. So mm-hmm. why would this be different? Mm-hmm. And. And then just dissected this. Okay, what do I know in my life that's true? Yes, this is hard right now, but A, B, and C are what's true is that I love my husband. What's true is that mm. I have great kids. Those mm. things are true. And that's just so start walking. And then, but you have to work at that. that yes. That's the amazing thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to. Like this, what you're describing right now is work. It was. And now I know it's because 80% of the time I'm having all these other issues. So it was. It, that's literally what happened just last week to pull mm, through some of that negative example. thinking. Absolutely. Way to go. Way to hey, go. Thank you. Yeah, so let me give you this last one. And, th- and this is something I uh, we do as a staff. Right. This is something I do as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, number five, I would just say, just talk about the good, discuss the good. Yeah. Like if, uh, if we're all bent towards the negative, like when the way the news gets our attention is by showing us breaking news, right. you know, there's an, ex- an explosion and, or, or there's been another shooting and, and we all tune in. Right, because right? yeah. again, we're bent towards the negative, mm-hmm. um, and that's how they get eyeballs to look. Okay, well, let's reverse that. Let's intentionally say, "Hey, let's talk about the good. What happened? What was the best thing that happened at your day uh, in your day today?" So when we gather for dinner around a table, uh, we'll do highs and lows. We'll say, "Hey, right. what was what was the low point of your day?" And and then, okay, now tell me what the high point was. Right, it was the best thing that happened today. Well, today I was you know I was in class and I got an A or whatever, and and we just celebrate that. Yeah. I mean, and and as a staff, well, why don't you tell everybody what we do as a staff yeah, and staff yeah. meeting? Uh, we start our staff meeting. Uh, we have it once a month and. We talk about how God has been uh, moving through our congregation, what celebrations yes. there are. So um, a lot, some of ministry is managing people's disappointments. And when you get to sit and have the positivity of the things mm-hmm. that are going well, mm-hmm. um, for us as a staff, that helps to counterbalance mm-hmm. what's happened uh that might not be as as great as we had wanted it to be. And you also get to hear... Um, what's going on all around the staff. Just mm-hmm. like in a family, you get to hear their their highs, but also their lows and help them move toward that positivity. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if something was hard, and we talk about that in staff meeting, then, then the celebrations help us reframe 
okay, that might have happened, but oh wow, God is at this. work. Yes. this is this yes. is this is a great thing. This is worth it. Yeah, we get to hear stories about you know who gave their life to Christ and who's who's who was blessed because you know right. we we helped them in the community and and there's just those are some that's some of my favorite moments in staff meeting yeah. is to just hear the positive things that are happening in the ministry. Uh, and it's just, it's just so encouraging. So. And when you say, when you say it's contagious, so Absolutely. at the beginning, when you say, uh, okay, so let's talk about what great has happened for the month. There's a pause. And then one person raises their mm-hmm. hand and then like dominoes falling, yeah. it comes all across the room. And yeah. the positive. Well, I know something positive yes, that happened, but exactly. we don't maybe remember it because yeah. we're not thinking of it. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, I would just say discuss the good. Yeah. What about okay? So, you've given us a lot today. This is this is deep content. I've wrote down some things for me too. What are some final thoughts you have on negative thinking and having a breakthrough? Yeah, the way the last thing I would say, you know, is just to real to come to the realization that um, there's a there's only really two areas where we have total control mm-hmm. of our life. Um. Which may sound discouraging, but, but when you think about it, we have total control of what we put in our bodies, mm-hmm. unless we're like tiny little babies and right, right. mothers choosing our food for us. You know, food, water, whatever we drink, whatever we eat, it's within our complete control. Um, and the other area is um, what we allow our minds to, to dwell upon. Mm. There's no one that can tell me what to think. Right. I have, we have, humans have, almost, I would say, 100% control of what we allow our minds mm-hmm. to be occupied with. Which, when you think about that, it, it's it's not intuitive. We, we think, well, what else am I supposed to think? This is, my boss is acting like this mm-hmm. way, or my kids are being rebellious, or, you know, my, you know, my mom won't let me have the new cell phone, and what am I, you know, of course I'm going to be angry, I'm going to think she's a, she's this or that, or my boss is a jerk. It's like, no, that's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice to think that way. You can think something different. And um, realizing that you have the power to choose your thoughts mm-hmm. is it puts you in a position of control. It puts you in a position where you can shape your life. You know, William mm-hmm. James is somebody that um, I like to read and he's, uh, I guess he's kind of noted as the father of modern psychology or so. That's what they say. Uh, but he says, thoughts become perception. Perception becomes reality. So if you alter your mm-hmm. thoughts, you alter your reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know that that just puts me in a position where where I I can choose how to view the situation and think about the situ- situation in a way that will bless me, mm-hmm. help me, mm-hmm. encourage me, move me forward, or I can give in to the negativity, which just takes it's like defeating myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm undercutting my own progress just by choosing a negative thought about that situation. So, you know, I would just encourage people as I, as we wrap up today, it's like you, you are in control of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're in control, unless there's some sort of mental illness going on. Sure. And, and that's a whole nother area uh, that we didn't get into. But um, for most of us who have healthy minds, you know, we are in control of our thoughts. So, Well, this has been um, super helpful for me, listeners. I hope that um, tackling this negativity and the negative thoughts uh, has been helpful for you, the cues. I love that you reminded us 
that our minds are malleable mm-hmm. and that if, if you take that as a piece of hope from this uh, today, then then that's a good thing that you you can make a change because you can control your thoughts. We thank you, Pastor Danny. Awesome. Um, if you want to see some more talks that Pastor Danny has done, you can go to eclife.org. Org. Uh, we would love for you to like and share this podcast with all of us thinking negative thoughts. Someone in your life needs to hear this, and it would be an encouragement to them to hear it. Um, we always hope that you join us back next month, and we're so grateful you came today. God bless.